We had a little less conversation podcast. We'd like to let our listeners know about an excellent car buying opportunity exclusive to our show. Go see our friend Craig Peterson at Summit Automotive in Fondelac for all your car buying needs. And wait, it gets better. Mention that you listen to a little less conversation when you buy your car from Craig, and he will throw in a $50 gas card. That's right, people. Just for listening to our show, you'll get a $50 gas card from our friend Craig when you buy a car from him. Listen, you're going to buy a car anyways, so why not go see Craig Peterson at Summit Automotive and just say, hey, I listen to the guys on a Little Less Conversation podcast too, and he's going to just give you 50 bucks in gas. So head on down to Summit and ask for Craig Peterson next time you're going to buy a car. Nothing's in my ear right now. <laughs> <coughs> Erickson wants to start this one off. Um, whoever. Yeah, okay. Sure. All right. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead, Tom. No, we got that figured out. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of A Little Less Conversation podcast. With you, as usual, Dom, Keith, and Aaron. Uh, today we're going to tackle something that's been, I think, hyped a lot. Over the years, and when I say over the years, I mean like since the days of Columbus, the Bermuda Triangle. I found this not necessarily difficult to, to research, but there's so the much information. And, and, and it kind of depended which way you wanted to go. Like if, if you go to quote unquote legitimate sites, they took you in one direction, but if you went to some sites you may not have heard of, or they would tend to maybe take you in another direction. Uh. <laughs> Fair enough, Aaron. <laughs> so with that, I had a heart. I didn't know what I wanted to research on this one. <clears throat> well, you didn't know what you wanted to research. Yeah, like I didn't know how to go about this. Like, do you, do you research the the strange disappearances or crashes or accidents, or do you research the theories on why these things may or may not be happening? I'll say this. I guess kind of everything. I, I I wanted I wanted to. To do the disappearances, but it became really quickly apparent that that's going to take forever. Yeah, I mean, because there's so many, and then you got to get into the fact of some of these supposed disappearances. Did they even happen? Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot that they don't really have any information on that supposedly. Well, well there's a lot, and there's some that there's there was information like like they reported a vessel missing. But it never gets reported found. Like if they if they find them safe and sound, yeah. sometimes it doesn't that doesn't get reported. Yeah. So you just have a missing vessel report and that's it. Which it kind of blows my mind that that's the case. <laughs> and I think a lot of that leads to I guess the the hype of this subject because I mean I remember as a kid you know growing up hearing about the Bermuda Triangle and all those disappearances, aliens paranormal, what have you. <laughs> and it's been made into something that's really kind of scary. 
But when you research it, it, it becomes maybe not quite so much. Yeah, you find out that this, this might not be as weird of a place as people seem to think it is when you research it. Like, there's definitely some strange things that have happened there. Oh, for sure. For but, sure. But maybe not any more strange than any of the parts of the ocean. I was going to say, but when you start thinking about how vast the ocean is and the, the amount of different things that can happen when you're out there, maybe not so strange. Yeah. You know, there are still a few that make you wonder what the hell happened. But um, when we get to the end of this, I, I actually came across a theory that I had never heard of. Um, that would maybe explain a lot of this. Both, uh, both, uh, like, the, the vessels missing and planes missing? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Maybe it's yep. the same thing that I was thinking. Maybe. We'll find out. All right, I want to start. <clears throat> I know a guy who used to be in the Air Force. And I actually was able to talk to him this weekend. And I asked him about it. I'm like, have you ever flown over the Bermuda Triangle? He's like, yes, many a times. I'm like, you ever have anything weird happen? And he said, yes, a couple of times. One thing he did say, though, is he never had any equipment malfunction. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. none of that ever happened to him. But as they were entering the triangle, the, now, on an airplane, their windows are, there's two pieces of glass. One inside the plane, one outside the plane. And in between, there's gas. Yeah, to keep keep it from fogging yeah, out, basically. It's actually no different than um, your... The windows in your house are the same way. They have a little bit of gas in between the, the panes of the window. Yep. Yeah. So he said that they did have a window catch fire. Unex like, they couldn't figure out why. It just did. And that would, Okay, that would freak me out. My window <laughs> is on fire. Well, apparently it's not that big of a deal in an airplane because they can just basically shut off the... They can shut off the gas that goes to it so nothing happens. So it wasn't that big of a deal, he said. But it, but it did. There was no explanation on why it happened. There was no equipment malfunction, nothing like that. And they said they had some. He, he landed. I forgot what city you told me, but it was uh, some city, the, some island that's in the triangle. And he said that while they were there, they would just have engines fail for no reason. Like they couldn't figure it out. Hmm. And before he actually started flying, they did lose a flight down there, and they don't know what ever happened. But from his flight squadron. That's interesting. It, it makes me feel like kind of an idiot when you said you knew somebody in the Air Force and you talked to him. Yeah, I know somebody who was in the Air Force too. My dad. <laughs> now, mind you, he was an airplane mechanic based in based in Oklahoma. Yeah, so but he might he might know a lot of he stuff. He might. I, I you know I'm gonna bring it up now. <laughs> <laughs> so we were talking about like some of the more famous cases, and of course, I'm sure you guys have both covered, covered Flight 19, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Before we get there, just to clarify for some people who might not know, the Bermuda Triangle, where is it? Oh. Runs from the Miami? Miami to... Puerto Rico? To Bermuda. Bermuda. Yeah. Yep. And obviously, like back to Miami, one, the Triangle. Like 1.5 million square miles, I think it said. Well, Depending on who you who you listen to, because there's been <clears throat> some people like to expand that area a little bit. Yeah, to make they said it, at one point somebody was saying it was going all the way up to yeah, Ireland. Or yeah, something I, like I mean, that. and also, also you yeah. get like a diamond shape, and I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, flight nineteen. This is the one where you uh, Navy five a squadron of five Navy planes. Yeah, this is probably the one that really started the hype on this. 
not that there wasn't stuff before because they, actually the there there are accounts that Christopher Columbus the first time he flew there saw yeah. a flame in the sky that he couldn't um, attribute. That would have been a UFO. Well, actually, or a meteor. A meteor is what what they, what they think maybe it was, but uh, so when I said this goes back a long way, it goes back a long way. But yeah, the Flight 19 is is kind of the modern day one that got everybody going on on the Bermuda Triangle. Yeah, that was like the biggest one that always popped up. And and, and, and probably w- one of the stranger ones too, I would say. I, I, yeah. See, this one I think is real simple. I know what you're gonna say. I they think, all ran out of gas. And well, they did run out of gas. There's no doubt about that. I think the flight squad, the, the squadron leader on this one, screwed up. I mean, the equipment malfunctioned. There's no doubt about that. The equipment malfunctioned, and there's no explanation for that other than the fact that they're flying over the Bermuda Triangle, which I don't know why, but that seems to happen going over the Bermuda Triangle. But at one point, one of the pilots was heard heard saying over the radio to the to the squadron leader, "Damn it! If we would just fly west, we would be we would be home. We would make it home." And he kept changing course and flying in the wrong direction. Because he was trying to fly by sight instead of by equipment and knowing where he was. So what about the the rescue plane that came after? Is that the one that they lost to? Yes. Well, that might be Bermuda yeah, Triangle. That might be Bermuda Triangle related. But they were they were looking in the wrong spot. Like they didn't know where this guy flew. But it, it, and that's just it. Like, how do you fly a rescue mission for someone you think was lost? Yeah, like there's. Well, yeah, that's that, that's not really. looking for a needle in a haystack. That's looking for an amoeba in a haystack. Yeah, because there's unless you've got some idea of the how how the guy was thinking, you have almost no chance. And it sounds like, like when you hear the accounts of what was being said over the radio, he just kept going in the wrong direction. Like he could have been anywhere, and nobody knows where they crashed. They could have crashed in water. They could have crashed in on land. I'm going to say they crashed crash in the water because I think if they if they crash on land, that that gets found by yeah, it probably gets found. Either to but the still, accident. then the, the second plane goes. What happens to it? Well, that one's aliens for sure. I mean, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> it's one of the theories. Actually, speaking of that, though, I did. I, I, I was wrong when I said that um, the person I talked to about the Bermuda Triangle didn't have any mechanical issues. They did lose their radios. They lost both their UHF and their H, I don't know, both, both sets of radio frequencies they lost. The only thing they had was like the like the ham radio type thing where you could talk to anywhere in the world kind, kind of thing. Yep. And they Just they were real high quality. Yeah, they were flying to Fort Lauderdale, <laughs> and their signal was actually picked up in California, relayed to uh, Illinois, back to Fort Fort Lauderdale, and then back the other direction. So every every message they sent was going through four points, because that was the only people they could get a hold of. They were flying to Fort Lauderdale. Yeah, from from like Bermuda, Bermuda somewhere. Or something. Okay. Hmm. So and they lost all radio contact with their so standard going, radios. Going back to the uh, the flight nineteen, I, I thought I had a quote here, and I, and, I, and I did find it here. Um, well, you got to talk more in your, in your yeah. I'm here. trying to, but I have to be able to see too. Here, I think I got it now. The flight leader was heard saying, "We are entering white water. Nothing seems right. 
We don't know where we are. The water is green, no white. Yeah. That's kind of a, a cryptic uh, yeah. account of what they might have been experiencing. Now, what do you attribute that to? I don't know. Like you said, he could have just been lost, and they were in an area where they they weren't expecting to see white water like that. But who knows? I mean, there's all sorts of theories about this place. But I don't know how... Most of them, I would have a hard time seeing how they affect the air. Other than the the true North Pole theory. The bubbles. The methane? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Well, you brought the the true North thing, but... Did you find that where it said that... uh, So, that would... It only affects certain areas about the true North. And it and it changes. And it changes, yeah. Oh. Uh-oh. We lost, we lost everything there for a second. Okay. Well, we, All right. didn't, we didn't lose anything. Yeah. We just didn't hear well, each okay. other. Okay. We, <laughs> us three, lost everything. Everyone else is still here. Um, so, at that, and that hasn't been that way in the Bermuda Triangle in, what, is it like a century? It, it's a long time ago. I, I don't know. Can't hear you. I can't yeah. hear you, Keith, hello. at all. Hello? Hello? Nothing. Nothing. My phone over. No. I can't hear you in my ear holes. Why does this happen to my mic every time I record? <laughs> it's it's because we're talking about the Bermuda Triangle. Hello? hello? I'm just going to start that right now. Hello? Hey, oh, oh, oh. That, yeah, I, think, I, I think you found a problem. Yeah, I think I might need a new microphone. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, boy. Hey, hey, oh. Yeah. Hey, why don't you guys? Hey, hey. Wow. Yeah. That, that you're was, like wow. super loud now. Loud. All right, and you're gone. Now you're gone. Hey, why don't you guys talk amongst yourself? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, Aaron, it's so, you and I. Once again, Aaron and I will carry this 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 podcast. <laughs> One time, you guys carry this podcast, and my microphone goes what? on. So, so every podcast, pretty much. <laughs> so. So you you brought up the methane the methane gas. Yeah, and I think that that's kind of something that can explain both the ships disappearing and the planes disappearing. So just in case people don't know, kind of kind of bring that up, like like how that works. So bubbles come up from the bottom of the ocean. The methane gas gets released, comes up, and it creates enough bubbles apparently that can sink a ship in like almost instantly. It said it can, because it displaces so much. So much of the water, and then there's, you just have the, the methane. So, so the ships will sink, the bubbles pop, the methane goes into the sky, and if uh, an airplane is flying through that, it can ignite their, their engines, start their engines on fire. So, so you, that can kind of explain both. So you heard it here, people. <laughs> Planes and ships can be taken down by whale farts. That's right. Yes. <laughs> So I think that that's probably part of the reason that some of, some of these I, ships have disappeared. I mean, if, I don't think it's everything, but <clears throat> the hard part about about um, going with that for me is oh, damn, hey, we can hey, hear you. Keith's hey. back. It's all right, Keith. We got this. <laughs> it's about time. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> really, you're gonna start first podcast of the day. We're gonna start with fuck you, Keith. Uh, fuck you. <laughs> A double fuck you. <laughs> That's right, I can handle it. Keith likes the double penetration. That's right. Whoa! Whoa. <laughs> Getting it from both ends. All right, so we're way <laughs> off topic now. 
So we're talking about the methane. Uh, yeah, the whale parts. Whale yeah, parts. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, my issue with that that one is not necessarily that it's not possible, but the fact that most people aren't going to understand how that works, myself included. I mean, even though you you just kind of laid it out for me and I read about it. A lot of people are going to have to say, yeah, like that's really going to get up in the air and it's going to do this and it's going to take a ship, like a big ship down. And you know what I mean? Yeah. People are just going to have a hard time believing it. Oddly enough, it's a lot easier to believe that aliens came and took them away than it is to believe (laughs) that methane gas didn't trick. There's a lot of other things, too, that, like, first of all, the largest methane deposits are actually located outside the Bermuda Triangle. So it's not, there's not a high. Likelihood that there's a bunch of methane below. Although that that might actually play into making it more believable, because um, I don't think we were on the air yet when we were talking <clears> about <throat> how the Bermuda Triangle doesn't even rank in the top ten of most dangerous most waters. dangerous yeah. waters. Yeah, which is crazy. When because can any any of you name another area of dangerous water? Lake Not Michigan. without looking at <laughs> Lake Michigan. Lake Michigan, Lake Michigan yeah. Seriously, there's actually more shipwrecks in Lake Michigan than there are in the Bermuda Triangle. Yeah. I would say that's, maybe, is Lake Erie on that list? Because isn't Lake Erie supposed to be, like, super, super I mean, choppy? And... they called it Erie, so yeah. you'd think. Right. <laughs> Another thing, too, like, they had a drilling rig that was drilling for oil. Accidentally drilling into a methane deposit. And the drilling rig's rig sank slowly enough that they were able to call for help and get off the it off the uh, rig, so so a drilling so, rig, drilling for methane gas. No, drilling for oil. Oh, drilling for oil. Okay. Hit methane gas. Okay, and the methane didn't sink the rig like at a crazy fast rate. Okay, so I suppose it can depend on how many, yeah, it, how much is coming up. Yeah. Too. Slightly off the the main topic, but is that what happened to the oil rig that they made the movie about? Which I can't think of right off the top of my head. Oh, the one with uh, with, with Mark Wahlberg. And yeah, I have no idea. That's, that's a true story. story right? Yeah, that's that a true was, story. Uh, because I, when I was watching that movie, and I was trying to remember Event or er, Event Horizon. Event Horizon. Yep. Yeah. That's okay. It. As as I was watching the movie, I'm like, I'm trying to remember like what the actual cause was, and they weren't super clear <coughs> about it in the movie. Like they kind of hinted at some stuff, but then they showed this, and and I just remember bubbles and stuff coming up. That's what made me think that maybe that yeah. played a part in it. I don't remember. I, remember <coughs> I, don't, I don't either. Could be. I only watched the movie once, too, so maybe if I went back and watched yeah. it, it would be a little more clear as to what happened. Anyhow. <laughs> Go ahead, Keith, whatever you were saying. <laughs> so, like, the, the methane thing, though it's a possibility, it can get ruled out pretty quickly. Just because, like I said, there aren't many. And, and the other thing is, they've had ships, ships disappear in areas where there's less than 50 feet of water. And that's oh. something you should be able to find. I mean, right? We definitely have the well, technology to go fifty feet underwater. And, and just to give you an idea, like so many are have you know quote unquote disappeared. I've got it listed here that about seventy five planes and hundreds of ships have either gone either disappeared or sank in the Bermuda Triangle. Now I get that. Seventy-five planes and hundreds of ships. Okay. So seventy-five planes, and I, I don't know. I'm. I don't know if this is how up to date this was. I didn't look on the website to see when it was when it was uh, up last updated. 
This one says that it was as recently as 2015 that El Faro, a cargo ship with 33 on board, vanished in the Bermuda Triangle. I couldn't find anything more recent than that. Um, oh, I've got stuff up to 2017. <clears throat> okay, so like I said, I didn't, I didn't look. That, that, may, that may have only been posted in, in, in 2015 or 2016. That's entirely possible. What I, what I do have is that starting from 1800 up to 2015, it shows that the number of fatalities in the Bermuda Triangle are 910. And it shows like... That's, that actually seems low to me. I've got yeah, one. considering there was one where 306 I mean, you, people... You figure how many people can be on a ship. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like like in this case, 33 people in, in one. This this inform, The information I have runs from 1945 to 2017, but it includes like just strange things that happened to you, not necessarily everything just appeared. Like, for example, 2017, a Turkish Airlines flight TK-183 was forced to change direction from Havana, Cuba to Washington, Dulles Airport. After some mechanical electrical problems occurred over the triangle. What what, what year was that? 2017. Oh. I got another one. A private plane was 2400 was at 2400 feet when it vanished from radar, and radio contact with the air traffic controllers in Miami. That one they also said that a plane wreckage was found later, so it didn't disappear. So we're kind of I guess I guess so far we're kind of poo pooing the whole that. This is anything paranormal, which include you know ghosts, aliens, whatever. But the one thing that we we haven't mentioned yet is Atlantis. You run across any of that stuff? Yeah, I, a I, little bit. <clears throat> I, I skipped over that. I, I don't believe for a second that they have some magic beam that shoots down ships from underwater. They're crystals, man. Come whatever. <laughs> But I think, again, if that were true, I think we would find that. I think we have the technology to find well, something like that. They, some people claim that we, we sort of have the, uh, what is it called, the Bimini Road or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, which Bimini, with an N, Bimini Road. Bimini. Bimini. The thing is, I, I bring it up because I think early on that was like one of the leading explanations for this whole thing. For people who wanted to, uh, you know, take it in that direction, that it was something with Atlantis. But I think Atlantis gets brought up just about any time something in the ocean happens. Yeah, that's true. I mean, all they got to do is ask Aquaman. He knows. Yeah, I know. He lives there. <laughs> I can't believe they haven't figured that out yet. Right. They even made a movie about it, I for know. Christ's sake. Guy was at the Harley Milwaukee not that long ago. <laughs> yeah, he was. You think somebody, should, you think somebody <laughs> could ask him a question, man? <laughs> Okay, did any of you guys get into the Hutchinson effect? Can you guys read about this? No. I did briefly. I, did, I, I didn't get real into it, though. The electronic fog? Electronic fog. So somebody's got a giant fog machine. Okay, so you guys have all heard the great myths that, that people say they're surrounded by, or when they, right? Like when they land from, like they make it through, but they say that there were equipment malfunction, that there's this great mess around them. Well, apparently this dude named John Hutchinson... Who, uh, Sounds like a porn star. Yeah, he yeah. does, actually. <laughs> <laughs> or a lead singer. Um, <laughs> That's Michael Hodgkins. Yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> well, what this guy said, or what this guy actually proved is that if you take electronic, electromagnetic fields of different wavelengths and interact with each other, strange things will happen. And what this guy did, this is this is a fucking amazing like, story. Like, 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 when, when you say 
a guy named John Hutchinson says when you do this, strange things will happen. It makes it sound like like he gets an erection. Yeah, you probably did when this shit started. Let me tell you. Because this dude did this in his in like his apartment building. He, he set up all this homemade electromagnetic equipment in his in his apartment, right? And he got them to all react at different wavelengths. And like neighbors were complaining that items just started raising off the floor. He burned. He burned. He was, like, te- he was like, a telekinetic, wasn't he? Yeah. <laughs> he melted metal. Uh, and and like these metal things would burn white hot, but wouldn't touch anything. Wouldn't burn anything that touched them. Like and this guy did this in a, in his apartment. He needs to get out more. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit! Like <laughs> when somebody asked him about the about the the uh, electronic fog, he said, "I've seen it. I've been in the middle of it. it it's true. It happens." Yeah. But they don't know if they don't know if it would happen in nature. All right. So what you just told us. For me, is about as believable as that he went to Narnia. <laughs> no, like, like he proved it. Like people have seen this. Like you can actually do. What I'm saying, what I'm saying is that this stuff sounds like shit from the movies. It really does. I agree with you. However, he wasn't the only one that saw it. Like he proved it to other people. Like it's a known thing. This really does happen. But they don't know if these effects could be naturally created. And now we just told everybody that somebody's going to use it for evil. <laughs> If you want to start lifting shit off the floors, apparently. <laughs> well, Aaron does that all the time. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but like you, you hear the stories of like people say that they that they go into a like a a fog, and it's like a fog cloud with a with a tunnel in the middle. Yeah. And that's basically what this guy was trying to recreate, and he came close to accomplishing it. Yeah, there was there was a story on the one of the documentaries that I was watching, where the guy, the guy I think it was him and his dad were flying back to Miami from Bermuda, and I think all their instruments went down, and they were flying. They started flying through this like tunnel through the clouds. Yeah. They said it was a gray like a gray cloud, gray tunnel, with, but it was swirling sure. counterclockwise, and they flew like what do you say? Within a half hour, they flew what would normally take them like an hour and yeah. fifteen minutes or something like that. I, like, all right, I'm just gonna say time warp. If, if I'm flying in the air and I'm having some weird malfunctions and shit, and I see like a tunnel that I'm flying through, I'm starting to question whether I'm still alive. I'm thinking I'm flying towards the light. And apparently, and yeah, apparently, it's gotta be scary. Shit. Yeah, and apparently, it forms around you. Like you don't fly into it; it forms around you while you're flying. And you said as soon as they went through it, they turned and looked back, and it closed right as they finished. So, just thinking right by the seat of my pants here, what if it is aliens, and they know how to manipulate that? And that forming around you is trying to capture you. But then they miss? Well, you know, they they might not have it perfected yet, you know what I mean? You know? I mean, maybe that's how the aliens get here. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, mm-hmm. it's invisible, kind of, and then we fly into it, and then... It's invisible unless <laughs> unless know. you're in it. Unless you're in it. Yes. From the outside, right. they have a cloaking device, of course. Yes. <laughs> All good science fiction movies have a cloaking device, of course. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so 
Does anybody else have any other um, theories? Or? Theories. Oh, yeah, I or, or, or I guess we could talk about uh, some of the the bigger um, disappearances as well, because we've only really covered one. One. I've only got two big disappearances listed like that I that I researched. There's Flight 19. It was USS Cyclops. The site. We'll bring up the Cyclops because that's. I, th- I have some stuff on that as well. So this was a naval ship. Carrying eleven hundred, no, sorry, eleven thousand tons of manganese uh, from the West Indies to Baltimore, and it just poof disappeared. Um, it was a five hundred and fifty foot long ship, and it had a crew of three hundred and six people. Appeared in, or disappeared in March of nineteen eighteen. The Navy has come out and flat out said we have no idea what happened to the ship. It also had two sister ships that disappeared. Really? Mm-hmm. I didn't read that. Carrying uh, the same time, cargo. Right. So they believe, um, the experts believe that there was um, it was a structural issue, that they were actually carrying too much weight for what the chips were designed for. Right. Because manganese is very dense, apparently. Yes, it is. So um, that is what I got out of this, is that is possibly what the cause was. And it seems strange. If, if So if anybody doesn't know sister ships, Basically means it's the same. It was built the exact same um, as the other ones, usually the same dimensions and everything like that. Yeah. So that would actually make sense if that was the cause. Yeah, they were all carrying the same thing, right? Is that yeah. And I'm just going to say that in 1918, we probably didn't have the yes. understanding of yeah. of how ships float that we have now. Probably not. No. No, there probably weren't the safety uh, factors that, that were involved either. By no, because remember, you're, you're getting right, you're right around Titanic yeah. time too. So and we know how that hit, ended. But you think there'd been that bitch Rose wouldn't give up her spot? <laughs> but you think you think a couple of those uh, seamen would have been able to find out? <laughs> he said seamen. Yeah, he did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you think you think they'd be able to find the like rescue boat or whatever? The, right, and that's a, I mean, a lot of these. That is the the thing that is kind of perplexing. Is that out of out of three hundred six sailors, you think one of them know how to jump on a? I mean, and perhaps they did. Be, but think of nineteen eighteen. Yeah. How, how long did it take them to try? Like, did even anybody even go looking yeah. for them? And if they did, how long was it after? That's true. Like, they could have been fucking shark crap by yeah. that point. You know, so... It, oh. Sorry. Sorry, sorry. Thanks, Aaron. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Trapping shit. Aaron, you got anything on, the, on any of these other disappearances or no? Um, I mean, I have other disappearances written down, but... Aaron, Aaron is literally going meeny, 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 mo right now on his notes. <laughs> I'm trying to find something that's like, I don't know, some of these seem like they just kind of, like bad weather shit. Um, so, well, while you're looking, I'm going to bring one up. The Carol A. Deering, which disappeared in uh, 1921. That's a big sailboat or whatever? Yeah, it was a, a five masted schooner. Yeah, okay. Um, it was found... Hard to ground and abandoned at Diamond Shoals near Cape Hatteras, North Carolina, in 1921, January 31st. 
Um, the rumors about this one is that they think that maybe it could possibly have been pirates, like real legit pirates. That, and when I say real legit pirates, they're ones that were possibly involved in the rum running trade oh, yeah. this was during a, Prohibition. Yeah. But again, it's just a, just another disappearance where that they think maybe they like, think maybe that happened, but there's real no hard evidence of what actually happened. Because in nineteen four or I'm sorry, eighteen forty, the Rose Lee was found abandoned except for a canary. <laughs> like lead <laughs> the canary, <laughs> send the message. There, there's part of the problem too. There's a part in the in the triangle, the Bermuda Triangle, where all the currents like kind of they don't meet, but they stop. So there's dead sea in the middle middle of this, which is which is strange because running through the triangle are some of the the most powerful surface currents in the oceans. But like they actually make up an island of seaweed and stuff like that. There's an island in the middle of this thing. And back in like, you know, 1800s, before they had power boats, they would do a lot of, everything was done by sail, and there's no wind there. So the boats basically don't move. And you find that there's a, a lot of people just abandoned ship because they couldn't go anywhere. Right. Yeah, and so they have a bunch of ships just sitting there, yeah. like floating. Yeah. So. Yeah. Now this one's interesting. So I, I put down a lot of these disappearances, and I just got kind of little blurbs of them. But then I ran across this one, and I only found it in one spot. Um, did you run across the witchcraft? What year? Nineteen sixty-seven. Probably in my notes. Nope, I do not have the witchcraft. So I, I'm just going to read you this little this little thing that I found, and it and then. You tell me. On December 22, 1967, a cabin cruiser named Witchcraft left Miami with her captain, Dan Burek, and his father, or his friend, uh, who was a priest, Father Patrick Holman Horgan, something like that. The two gentlemen's journey on a 23-foot luxury yacht was to enjoy the wonderful view of Miami's Christmas lights. However, after reaching just one mile from offshore... Coast Guard received a call from the captain um, stating that his ship had hit something and there was no substantial damage but needed help being towed ashore. Coast Guard set off immediately, reaching Witchcraft in about 19 minutes. The ship was a low, was, was not there. So, the area indicating the location of the ship was completely deserted, no signs of any ship having been stranded or even present there previously. What's most intriguing about the story is that this particular cruiser was virtually unsinkable, not to mention that numerous life-saving devices present aboard, including the jackets, lifeboats, flares, distress signals, etc. None of them was used and the ship was gone. Basically, this, this thing disappeared and it's never been seen since. In 19 minutes. That's pretty crazy. That, that one's kind of crazy. That was, that was in the 60s, did you say? Yeah, 1967. Well, I got one from 2015. Late July, two 14-year-old boys went on a fishing trip in their 19-foot boat. Despite the 1,500, uh, 15,000 
square nozzle mile wide search by the U.S. Coast Guard, they weren't found. The pair's boat was found a year later off the coast of Bermuda. Huh. Like, the, the boat disappeared for a year despite the fact that they went out searching for it. Like, there's some crazy things that happen. But there's other possible explanations. That's the thing. Like, first of all, that part of the ocean is the deepest part of the ocean anywhere. You're thinking sea monsters? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, believe it or not, some of the in some of the older disappearances, there was, uh, people were thinking that maybe it was giant squid. It could have been, though. Yeah. I don't, I don't disagree with that 100%. I, I believe at one point Krakens were real. I, I don't know if they still exist. But I, I wish they did, just because I just... For once, want to see release the kraken. I, I do think I do think that that's real. But I think we can kind of conclude that it's not Sasquatch that's making these things disappear. Um, can we though? Yeah. Well, not in the triangle because there's water. Do, do we know right. if, if Sasquatch can swim or not? <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> Incidentally, so we just released our best commercials. Not long ago, yeah, we totally missed messing with Sasquatch. Yes, we did. Yeah. We what the hell is wrong with us? I've seen a whole bunch of commercials since then. Yeah, I like, oh. I, uh, me too. We may have to revisit that one. <laughs> I, there's, there's one not to change, change the subject, but we already kind of did. I don't even know what commercial. I don't even know Weird. what commercials for. But the guy's gonna have surgery. He's in bed. His wife sitting next to him. And yeah. Like, have oh, like, oh, you ever worked oh, with Doctor yeah. So and So? Yeah, she's yeah, he's like, all right. He's, he's okay. okay. He's like, just hey, okay. He just got reinstated. <laughs> Not not, not, not technically, yeah, or officially, or whatever. Yeah. Nervous? Are you nervous? Yeah. Yeah, so me much. too. Me too. Oh, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's actually some pretty good ones right now. Yeah, they have a couple commercials for whatever that is. Cause they say, just all right is not okay. Yeah. Is one of the taglines. Yeah. <laughs> Anyhow. Yeah. So, where are we sitting at here, Keith? Yeah, how deep are we on... Oh, time-wise, we're, we're sitting at about 39 minutes, 40 okay. minutes. Okay. All right, so unless you guys got something, I, I'll bring up my the theory I ran across. Okay. Shoot. Okay. The theory is that uh, there are unusual hexagonal clouds. I got this one, too. That create 170-mile-per-hour air bombs. Um, these air pockets cause all of us to have sinking ships. And downing planes. NASA is actually studying this by satellite, and the scientists have concluded that some of these clouds reach 20 to 55 miles across, and waves inside these winds can reach as high as 45 feet. And then they say the, the weird thing about these clouds is they have straight edges. Um, and one of the guys, this is actually comes from the Science Channel. One guy says you don't typically see straight edge edges with clouds. Most of the time clouds are random in their distribution and the thing that's kind of uh, different about that, the straight edges, he continues with saying the satellite image, imagery is really bizarre. These types of hexagonal shapes over the ocean are in essence air bombs that are formed by what are called microbursts and they're blasts of air that come down out of the bottom of a cloud and then hit the ocean. And then the ocean waves can can get to be the massive 45-foot waves that they were talking about earlier. Mm. So, basically, the, the the blast of air is what can F with your planes. 
Yeah. I mean, the waves are what, are, are what uh, mess with the ships. However, they have never seen these over the Bermuda Triangle. They've seen them in other places. Up by the Dead Sea, I believe, is where, if I remember correctly. But they've never actually seen these over the Bermuda Triangle. But that doesn't mean that they don't form. They just weren't looking for them until recently. This came up like... It's very recent, yeah. Yeah, I want to say it's like 2013 or something like that is when they started. Yeah, was, yeah, yeah, something like that. Um, so, I'm sure they're still studying those. Oh, yeah. That doesn't take a year or two to study. That's going to take probably yeah. decades before they really come up with a solid hypothesis. But uh, I found it interesting because I'd never heard of that. But another thing that doesn't explain is where do these boats go that are in like the fifty foot depths of water that lose, like the one that you just recently said about the mm-hmm. about the guy's cruise ship that ran that ran a rock, uh, hit a reef and then was stuck at sea and then all of a sudden it's gone in twenty minutes. Like yeah, that I mean that that's like I said that's why I put that one in there because that one is hard because they had no idea like they offered nothing as far as what they it, they thought it possibly could have been. Yeah, because okay. If they ran aground and they they didn't think they had any damage, but say they did, a twenty minutes is pretty quick to, to sink if you, when yeah. you didn't think you had damage in the first place. And b, then you should be right there, yeah, you know, you, or somewhere nearby. Yeah. And a mile out from did Miami is not that far. Did they call Mayday on that? Do you know? Well, they called the Coast Guard, so okay. I don't know if it was a Mayday call, but they, they did call the Coast Guard. Just on that. Well, I can't oh. hear anything. I, yeah, I don't hear you either. We're still on the, uh, we're still working though, so it's, okay. there we go. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Keith just had to threaten it. Touch. He had to threaten it, basically. Right. <laughs> it seemed like um, a lot of these incidents, they didn't even call Maydays. They just disappeared. Yeah, right. that's true. So right. you would think, like, you know, yeah, cause if they were having issues, they'd be calling Maydays. But th- that's why this this, <clears throat> this air burst thing is, is kind of interesting, because I can imagine that if those bursts of air coming down, like... Normally, you don't get 45-foot seas in the snap of a finger. Yeah. But if this is happening, I can see them building pretty quickly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's other things, too. Like, there's the possibility of whirlpools. I mean, they know they, they know they form. Some of these seas are so deep that, man, you get sucked in one of those, you're, you're but, gone. God, in, in my experience, whirlpools are really comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's a ton of explanations, different explanations for all of the okay. disappearances. All right, so out of everything we, we, we kind of covered here, what do you think, Aaron? What, what do you what do you think it is? I think it's numerous things. I think it's all all different things. I think a lot of it's probably error. I think a lot of it's probably weather. I don't necessarily think it's aliens. Um, I don't know. Maybe the methane. But you, but you do believe it could be aliens. It could be. Who knows? I don't. I don't know. I think aliens exist. So once again, so. Aaron's on the aliens, <laughs> not Sasquatch. Not Sasquatch. I, I really don't believe there's anything there. I, I, I believe after researching it, like before I did the research on this, I'd have been like, dude, Bermuda Triangle's fucking crazy, right? After researching, I'm like, I, I just think Bermuda shit happens there, like it does everywhere else when you're floating across a giant. Uh, I, I'm actually with both of you. I I went into this thinking, like, because like most people, my knowledge of the Bermuda Triangle is, well, shit disappears there. Yeah, yeah. That's basically my, my knowledge of it. Um, so I thought I was going to come out of this with, oh, some really good stories of these things disappearing, and 
Wow, I'm convinced that something's going on here. Completely the opposite. I Are there things that can't be explained? Sure. But as we kind of covered earlier, is there's things all over the ocean, and not just the ocean for that matter, where things happen and disappear and we can't explain it, can't find it. Um, I think a lot of these are some things just like that. And like Aaron said, um, operator error, the waves, I mean, just, I mean... It's the ocean, dude. Have, have you guys been on, on a boat in the ocean? I mean, no. I, I, waves. I, I've, been in, I've been in 15 to 20 foot seas in the ocean, and I'm going to tell you, I was scared shitless. Yeah, no, no thank you. Like, I don't want to go to a place where the sea's so deep that it's literally a bottomless pit. Um, just so you know, Keith. doesn't matter if it's 10 feet deep or 1,000 feet deep. If you drown, you drown. It doesn't matter. Yeah, no, but at least I can see the ground at one point. <laughs> I can see where I'm going to die. And they might find me in 10 feet, 10 feet of water. They're never going to find me in yeah. seven you, You're dead. If shark eats me, whatever. Uh. <laughs> as long as he's not eating me while I'm still alive. That I got a problem with. Yeah, that would, that would suck. <laughs> All right. Ooh, sorry. Ooh. So, yeah. Are we, are we wrapping this up? Yeah, we're wrapping this up. Okay. <laughs> then I'm asking for the... Oh. <laughs> Why? You don't have your glasses. You're not going to read it anyway. I'll be able to read it. it that's, see, this is written big enough. I thought you were pointing at the computer. That's what I thought you were pointing at. I'm like... I'm like <laughs> you know, I was trying to be subtle about it, but so much for that. <laughs> all right. We are interested in hearing... Uh, what all of you think about the Bermuda Triangle and pretty much any other subject you want to bring up. Contact us at a little less conversation podcast at gmail.com or on Facebook at a little less conversation. Uh, we'd like to thank the Pull Tops for their use of their music um, at the beginning and end of each show. You can check them out at thepulltops.com. We still got to write that in there. Uh, we'd like to thank our sponsor, Craig Peterson from Someone Automotive and Fond du Lac. If you're looking to buy a car, Go visit Craig. Let him know that you listen to a little less conversation podcast when you buy that card, and he will give you a $50 gift card for free. That's for gas, people. That's for gas. Uh, somebody go visit Craig. Yeah, somebody buy a car from Craig. Yeah. Get for that sure. free gas. Somebody that's not one of us. <laughs> go buy a car from Craig. Uh, if you guys are listening to us on iTunes or Stitcher, Please listen, rate, and review. Obviously, we prefer five stars, but whatever you think is appropriate, we'll deal with. Till next time, see you later, people.
Oh. Oh.